What's going on? Welcome back to the show. I just spelled restaurant correctly for the first time ever. Typed in restaurant, R-E-S. I put the U-R-A-N-T. No red line under the word. No autocorrect. Just, boom. Spelling be champion. Restaurant. Nailed it, dude. Never, never did that before. So, it's the small things, I guess. Uh, happy to be here with you. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Mine was, uh, mine was good, actually. Got to spend it. With family, usually I'm out of state, don't have the the money to buy the ticket to come home, don't have a place to go to celebrate Thanksgiving, uh, but it's cool, man. I'm in Orlando about two and a half hours from where I grew up, family's still there, so I ended up driving over, spending time with them, so that was nice, dude. Uh, I went through a period, a rough patch of holiday seasons, and I know it's rough for a lot of people. You know, and believe me, man, I've been there. I've I've had holidays so bad, I got into stand-up comedy. I was in Riverside, California, which if you've ever played Grand Theft Auto V, it's the top of the map where it's like kind of deserty, a lot of meth, a lot of crime, you know. So I was in Riverside. I was at a staying at a co-worker's house because he needed a roommate, so I, I moved in with him. He went home for the holidays. I stayed in his house, I had nowhere to go, uh, and I think I ate a turkey sandwich, and I watched probably every single comedy special you could watch, Netflix, YouTube, I watched the same one, probably some of them four or five times in a row, and uh, just fell in love with uh, stand-up, but I never thought it was something I could do, but just being in that mindset of like, oh man, it can't get worse than uh, how I feel now, so I might as well pursue it and then uh, I think next year I was in New York doing stand-up and I had Thanksgiving with my girlfriend in the city so sometimes man if you're going through uh you know if, you, if you're feeling like down depressed lonely a lot of that stuff happens around the holidays man especially with uh movies and and social media and seeing other people with with their families and stuff uh it's easy to be like man whatever you're feeling dude it's uh just try to use that as motivation for the following year. So let's say you have, let's say this Christmas, you, you know, I'm sure a lot of people, they can't can't even afford to keep the fucking heat on, electricity or whatever. So if you don't have money for like gifts or whatever, just whatever it is, man, uh, just use it as I'm not going to let this situation I'm in now repeat for next year. And then every day, if you just think about how shitty your uh, – your holidays were, man. It'll it'll really put put the grind and the and the hustle in you for sure. So, yeah, dude. Anyone going through it? Anyone that's uh that's down or or maybe you, you were alone on Thanksgiving or you just you're out there listening and you don't have uh somewhat of a family or or a good friend group to to be with, man. Just know uh I've been there, dude, and it's uh it sucks. I mean, there's no way around it, but. You just got to make the best of it, find your own happiness, and uh, put yourself in a better position for next year. And that's all I'll say about that. So, yeah, I was I was grateful, man. I actually got to – I spent Thanksgiving with my mom and my sisters, and uh, the next day I played golf with uh, with my dad. So that was cool. So I ended up getting to see, see everybody. He had a – a 3 p.m. reservation at this banquet hall. It was like a buffet style. And uh, it was in Lakewood Ranch, Florida. So if you don't know anything about Lakewood Ranch, 
It's pretty much people from up north. Uh, they made a little bit of money. They come down. They retire in Lakewood Ranch. Uh, these people finally get granite countertops, and they think they're God's gift to the earth. It's pretty sad, actually. The, the reservation was at 3, so everyone's waiting outside for them to open the doors. Dude, it was like 3.03. Three minutes after the reservation time, and there was a guy just pulling on the doors. Just pulling on the doors like, you know, like in those movies when there's like a lab leak and some kind of toxin gets out and there's people on the other side of the door, but they're not going to open it because they don't want the, uh, the explosion or the, the bioweapon or whatever to come, to come out to them. So they just leave the door closed and that guy's just pulling on the handle like, let me in. Get me out of here. Smacking the windows. Dude, that's what this guy was doing. Just These people are absolute animals in Lakewood Ranch. All right, everyone drives a BMW, Mercedes, Audi, Range Rover, but they're all like the 2015 model, if you know what I mean. Like they have money, but they don't. They think they're super special, you know, because they have a, a polo horse on their shirt. Like just fucking shallow assholes. In Lakewood Ranch. I was just getting entertainment going, look at these monsters. Guys sitting there pulling on the door. There's people still eating from the, the, the I guess they had a, a, one, a 1 p.m. and a 3 p.m. And there's people still in there filing out. And this guy's like, let us in. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. So that was cool. And then my sister does that, uh, that classic, hey, let's go around the table and say what we're thankful for. I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Of course she picks me first. She's like, Sean, why don't you go first? And I go, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there just trying to eat a roll. And I'm like, oh, I'm thankful for my friends and family and to be here with you guys. And she goes, you can't do friends and family. That's, like, too cliche. Everybody says that. I go, oh, I can't say I'm th- grateful for my friends and family? Okay. Well, then you know what? I am grateful for Kyle Rittenhouse's defense team. And then she goes, all right, we don't have to do this. We don't have to play this game. I go, okay. So I shut that down real quick. <laughs> the whole table was like, all right, I'm going to go get some shrimp cocktail. We'll be right back. Just cleared the whole table with that one. That was funny, dude. Then, uh, yeah, next day played golf with my dad. Dude, I suck. I thought I used to be pretty good at golf when I was growing up before I had bills. You know, you could just go out there and play golf every day. You know, bum a bum a ride with someone else who's playing, jump on. You know, as a kid, you don't have to pay for anything. So, used to be pretty decent. Now I'm out there. I think I lost, I think every hole I lost a ball. Not even kidding. Either, either it went in the water or hit somebody's roof. I broke so many uh, tile roofs. You know how they have, uh, you ever seen like a Spanish tile home? Dude, but I would just hit the ball and it would go for like 50 yards perfectly straight. And then I just have this nasty slice where the ball just spins right every time. And so I would hit it and then you just wait for the impact. It would just it would just make this doosh, this echoing sound across the water. And uh dude, one guy comes out, he goes, Take a fucking lesson. And I'm like, dude, this is what's gonna happen. You live on a golf course. You you don't expect to take a couple balls to the roof, hit a couple pool screens. Yeah, Mike, I'll just tell your insurance company it's hail damage. Dude, I was just ripping them, smacking houses. Guy was pissed. Take a fucking lesson. I was like, hey, man, maybe you could help me out. What What's wrong with my backswing? A few gators out there, 
uh, about an eight footer. It's probably the biggest one. We played best ball, so that was good. It was uh, four of us out there, and best ball is like it's like socialist golf. You know, it's whoever. So say all four people drive the ball, we just play off whoever had the best shot. So you put your ball right next to where the best the best ball landed. So it doesn't matter if you sucked as long as some people were decent that you were playing with. So, you know, it would start, I'd, I'd break a roof tile, go, well, we're not playing with that one. And then someone else would hit a good shot right down the fairway. And then I got to put my ball right next to theirs as if I hit it that well. So it was pretty funny. I had a couple best balls, I'm not going to lie. Chipping, I had a great chip right onto the green. And I think I had a good drive. I think I had... It was a good moment when people were putting their ball next to yours, and you're like, yeah, I fucking, I hit that ball. But then uh, on the holes where you wouldn't contribute at all, like I would I would break a roof tile, I would hit my ball completely out of play, it land in the water, and then before you know it, I'd be on the putting green, I'd make it, and they're like, all right, we got a birdie on this hole, and I'm like, fuck yeah, we did. I'm basically a PGA champion, you know, just taking credit for something I had nothing to do with. Yeah, it's always fun, man. Dude, I can see myself, like, golf is just, like, surfing to me. It's, like, there's no, it doesn't get much better. Like, the feeling of being on a wave. Dude, just, like, the feeling of being out there on the wave and, like, Mother Nature and just harnessing the energy, just being at one with Mother Nature. (laughs) No, I can see, dude. Like, people that surf, some of them are just, like, I don't care what car I drive, what house I live in. I just want to eat. And surf and and stay alive and that's all they live for and I can I can easily especially after a couple divorces I could easily see that it, you can just say fuck everything and just make enough money to play golf every day because it's dude there's nothing out there that's why I like the ocean so much it's like people are like oh what are you gonna stare at uh the water and the sand all day it's like yep you know why because the beach the beach is basically all the bullshit is behind you. And then there's nothing in front of you for miles. I guess that's why I like it. But golf's the same way. It's like you're out there. There's some sand. There's some water, green grass. You hear some birds. Maybe you see a gator. It's just a, it's just a nice experience. Even if you suck, you're like, hey, I'm out there drinking beer, smoking a cigar. You know, I'm living life. Yeah, it's pretty much it. I hope everybody is doing well. Thanks for listening. If you guys uh, like the show. Hit the thumbs up, subscribe, leave a review. That's a huge help. And uh, keep sharing the show, dude. If anyone's like, hey, listen to any good podcasts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to this one called called In the Hall. Check it out, man. But, yeah, let's get into the show. You want, you want to smoke something? You see him perform all over L.A. Give it up for Sean Madden, everybody. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. This joke's not going to go well. <laughs> I was behind a guy today on a two-lane road for about 20 minutes. I couldn't get around him. Just staring at his rear windshield with pink elephants, bunny rabbits, a giraffe. Can I ask anyone out there listening to this, if you put stuffed animals in the rear window of your car, can you email me at in the hall podcast? at gmail to explain your reasoning why you put stuffed animals a lot of people do this i know you've seen it what is your thought process as you're wedging a purple elephant into your rear window can't wait to show this off
This makes my 1998 Toyota Camry look way better. Look at the aesthetics of that giraffe mushed up against the window. Like, what is the point? Oh, I can't afford to tint my windows. Let me shove some stuffed animals back here for privacy. I don't understand at all, but hey, that's what makes the world go around, man. Some people put political stickers on their car, put all kinds of dumb shit. Some people some people wedge stuffed animals in their rear window. I'll, I'll never understand, but hey, do you, I guess. Let's get into some articles here. China bars celebrities from showing off wealth and extravagant pleasure on social media, saying pop stars must comply with core socialist values. Celebrities in China can no longer post unethical content, the country said on Tuesday. This includes content that shows off wealth and extravagant pleasure. This move is a part of the Chinese government crackdown on the entertainment industry. Basically, they're saying, don't flex. China is officially a no-flex zone. What was that song called? No-flex zone. No-flex zone. They know better. This might just be to keep people from wanting to be DJs. We can't have everyone wanting to be DJ. Like in America, we need engineer. It is not a, a sustainable future for China if everyone running around being a festival DJ. We cannot have... <laughs> Dude, you imagine getting locked up for flexing on the gram? You know, you're in prison. What are you in here for? You're like, I made a music video. I, I had... A gold chain on and a G-Wagon, and before you know it, the guards were all over me. Dragged me down by my ankles. Now I'm here. Let's get into another article. Uh, Trump says Mark Zuckerberg would often come to the White House trying to get goodies. He didn't do too well. All right. What kind of goodies? Trump took a swipe Tuesday at Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg. In a Fox News interview with Sean Hannity, Trump criticized Big Tech. He said Mark would often come to the White House trying to get goodies. Trump said, no goodies. No, doesn't mention the goodies. What was he trying to get the Jolly Ranchers off the press secretary desk? What the hell goodies? You see, Mark used to come in every day. He would come in all the time. All the time. And I'd tell him, Mark, it's not Halloween. You can't just come into the White House and get treats. Okay? You can't do that. Ah. Faded in and out of the... That was my first time doing a Trump accent. I don't know. It was it was bad, but it wasn't too bad. You know what I mean? He would come to the White House and try to get goodies. He didn't do too well. He didn't do too well. I said, you're a billionaire, Mark. You can buy your own Twix. You don't need a fun size Snickers, Mark. You can go. There's a 7-Eleven around the corner. <laughs> what goodies, dude? What does this even mean? Trump says Mark Zuckerberg would often come to the White House trying to get goodies. All right, I need some elaboration. This is a shit article. Talk about clickbait, dude. Oh, we got another one here. Squid Game smuggler sentenced to death in North Korea after students caught watching Netflix show. A man who smuggled copies of the smash hit South Korean Netflix series Squid Game into North Korea has been sentenced to death after authorities have caught high school students watching the show. Wow. What an ironic show to be sentenced to death to. They don't want North Koreans watching Squid Games because they don't want to. They don't want to show them what luxury is like. You know, I bet these people were watching Squid Games, going, "Holy shit, they have bunk beds. Those look comfortable. Wow, look at that tracksuit and those clean white vans. We don't have that here. Golly, I watched this thing on uh, Cuba a couple years ago, and it was kids that would burn uh, 
somehow they would get Netflix onto a thumb drive. And it wasn't live. It was just it was just everything from that that was on the show already or uh, on the platform already. And so you'd have to get an updated thumb drive if you wanted like the new series or the new season, uh, which is insane, dude. They were like selling these flash drives like it was drugs on the corner. And I stand on the corner like, yo, weed, 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 weed. Yeah, but no one wanted it. They wanted the they wanted the flash drive, dude. He's <laughs> he's sitting there like, yo, yo, my man, let me holler at you real quick. Yo, you ever seen Breaking Bad? I got all five seasons. Ten bucks right now. I got it on me. Another scenario, you end up in prison. You're sitting next to a murderer, a rapist. They're like, What what are you in here for? You're like, ah, I was I sold Game of Thrones on C D. Holy shit, dude. Has anyone else been getting the ad for XP League to own your own esports franchise? You're essentially a little league coach, but for kids playing video games. So you just stand behind you stand behind them while they're playing video games and you're going, Come on, come on, Bryce, throw the grenade. Carson, what are you doing? You're supposed to reload. You just you're a little league coach, but for video games, dude, this thing is insane. You gotta listen to the video. Esports is a multi-billion dollar industry. We're taking that and we're delivering it to elementary and middle school kids. Push up with me, push up with me. It's just like ten kids at one table with headsets on playing uh bridging PC games. Gap between conventional athletics and competitive gaming. We're bridging the gap between conventional athletics and competitive gaming. What we're really saying is we're taking all the fat kids that don't want to participate in after-school sports and we're exploiting them to make money off of their Call of Duty skills. Make your mark in the industry today. Our franchisees are called league commissioners. And the reason we call them that is because we provide them a league in a box. So each independent commissioner will have access to 20 teams that they can run over various seasons, over various games. The objective is to make it as easy as possible to put this model together and make it successful. Dude, you think parents are crazy on the, on the sidelines of a baseball game? Dude, wait till they have the video game dad on the sideline, just losing his shit. You know, the kid gets sniped from across the map in Call of Duty and the dad's like, that's no ice cream for a week, you fat fuck. That'll do it for the show. Thank you guys for tuning in uh, week after week, man. It's uh, it's cool, man. I'm uh, I'm happy we get to do this. I'm Sean Madden on Instagram. I'm Sean Madden on uh, TikTok. That hurts to say that I have one of those. And yeah, we're just putting the videos out everywhere, man. Sketches uh, on Instagram. Sketches on the YouTube. I got uh, new merch, hoodies and T-shirts. They're pretty nice. So. Get one of those. Definitely helps uh, support the show. I want to do uh, two episodes a week, but I, I need to free up some time, man. So so if you guys like the show, dude, hitting the thumbs up, telling your friends about it. Uh, everything helps, dude. Trill Trees, thanks for the sponsor. Uh, if you guys are out in Los Angeles, Southern California, hit up at Trill Trees on Instagram, T-R-I-L-L-T-R-E-E-Z. Trill Trees on Instagram. Get it at 2000 Cotner Ave. And uh, yeah, thanks again for being here. We'll see you next time.
you want to smoke something? Stand perform all over LA. Give it up for Sean Madden, everybody. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. This show's not gonna go well. <laughs>